Hello, conspiracy players. On this episode, we're joined in studio by a special guest. We will refer to her as Miss M. As a teacher in the public school system, her identity shall be kept under wraps. I had the pleasure of meeting her last fall. I was immediately taken aback by her fire. The events of the last few years did not sit well with her, and she's been on a journey ever since. After a few encounters, Miss M and I drifted apart, but we reconnected in February. And after having a few drinks together one night in early March, we decided to mic up and record an episode. It was something I wanted to do since the day we met. It's not often that I make people in my neck of the woods who match my fire inside. And Miss M has a passion and drive that surpasses that of yours truly. Since we were a little drunk in this episode, she's requested that we do this again in a more sober state. And we certainly will. But, just as I told her, sometimes you just gotta toss back a few drinks with a friend and unload all your frustrations. I'm thankful she was willing to open up and let me put this episode out. So, without further ado, I present to you the lovely, fiery, and beautiful Miss M. history teacher and my kids ask me every day about slavery and about politics and about the right thing to do. Once we start putting all this emphasis on all this dividing bullshit is when we divide and that is the art of war. Do you fight against the tyranny that's going on? Do you keep doing it for your children or do we just ignore it? and have our own garden and do what we can and just be thankful. I mean, if you can understand what I'm saying right now and you actually read and understand English, you have it better than two thirds of the world. Okay, so Miss M, for the record, you are a worker in the public education sphere. Absolutely, I work for the government in public education because as Lauren Southern, a very popular journalist says, all the jobs are being taken up by the government, you know, so there's teachers and all these other jobs that, I mean, we have really no other choice. 
Um, so yes, I, I work as a teacher for the public school system. Now, do you look at it as like, this is uh, something that can be saved from within? You have I hope have for always, that? I've always been a big fan of um, policy reform, education, educational policy reform in the higher education realm, but I'm seeing that we need it in all the realms, K through 12 and higher education. We need a complete reconstruction of curriculum and where we are focusing our time. We have children in China who I've just looked at videos in the past week who are locking and loading pistols at their desks. Locking and loading, they're about eight to nine, maybe, maybe 10 to 11 years old. Locking and loading pistols. Our children in the United States are not learning this at all, which I don't want them to learn per se. However, it is a, a stark difference in, in what other countries are learning, like we're preparing our kids for war. So what do we do about that? Are you saying that they have the right idea or the wrong idea in China? Um, now I'm a history teacher. Interesting. I'm a history teacher. And my kids ask me every day about slavery and about politics and about the right thing to do. And guess what? As human beings, we want to love each other and we want peace and we want community. But guess what? The gangsters don't want that. The gangsters think violently. The gangsters want guns and are prepared to use them against us at any moment. So, my grandfather always told me, you don't bring a knife to a gunfight. Well, what are we going to do when we bring our illogical skills as American students to this Chinese gunfight? Well, I'm not sure. I, I don't wish it upon anybody, but I do know we should be prepared in gardening, logical skills, motor skills, learning how to build things, learning how to survive, possibly negotiating. Nobody wants to go to war. You know, war has been popular for thousands of years. Very popular. Yeah, if we could have diplomacy, that would be great. You know, diplomacy works, but not every gang wants to work with diplomacy. Some gangs want to work with uh, pure pillaging and plundering and power and greed, and we see that with the elitists and the global uniparty that is trying to take advantage of our, our children. So, Miss M, how awake were you in 2018? Did you know the shit was fucked up or did it take the whole COVID thing to get you there? I know this is going off on a tangent, but... Well, that's why you're here. Tangent away. I had my beautiful baby human daughter in 2012. And two weeks later, I took her to get four vaccine injections into her little thighs. Two-week-old baby. Perfectly perfect little God's creature. 
Why am I getting her four injections? Because that's what I thought I had to do. There was no question. As a 27-year-old mother, that's just what I was taught to do. So when we see that this has been decades in the making, and it's not just about, we have to look at history in a historical perspective. Our ancestors were infiltrated in the 1930s and 40s. In the 1940s, petroleum-based injections were introduced. Henceforth, discluding all plant-based medicines and all plant-based remedies and homeopathic remedies, holistic and integrative healing, and they're replacing it with petroleum-based. And now there's nothing else we know except for get your baby vaccinated and listen to the media. And in the 80s, the media was a little more truthful, but they have taken this since 1992. You can't trust education. You can't trust agriculture. You can't trust medicine. Even our higher education. I'm a, I'm a graduate's degree. I have a master's degree. I was made to feel very bad about my white privilege in grad school. I was made to feel bad about it. We had a large focus on homophobia and racism. And I did learn a lot of really great things, but I did spend a lot of worthless time on things pitting us against each other, which it's good to know about systemic racism, yes. It's good to know about gentrification, yes. But when you see teenagers being pitted against each other because with racism and the CRT theory and everything like that, critical race theory, China wants to infiltrate our children and our students. Remember what I said, China's teaching their children how to lock and load guns while we are teaching our children how to be sad and worry about our sexual orientation, which we're not discounting that, okay? Sexual orientation is big. You know, if you want to be transgender, okay. Like, we respect that. Get married if you want to be gay. Great. You know, like, racism, yes. People were gentrified, but it's just not everything. Get married if you want to be gay. <laughs> Sorry. Once we, yeah. I mean, once we start putting all this emphasis on all this dividing bullshit is when we divide. And that is the art of war. How does, how does the art of war work? The enemy infiltrates and divides. All right, I, I, I disagree with a little bit of that only because I think a lot of people are looking at China and Russia as the enemies. I look at Washington, D.C. as the enemy first and foremost. I always have. And I do think that you're onto something the China stuff, but I, I do agree with the majority of what you just said, and I want to get into the DEI. So, Miss M, when you and I first met, you told me about this DEI that is running rampant in our public school system. If you want to just give a little background into what that is and tell us how you feel about it. Diversity, equity, and inclusion. Now, in my sociology undergrad and my master's of education graduate school, I thought I was doing the right thing by promoting diversity, equity, and inclusion, which it's not a bad thing because we have to remember where our roots are. And yes, there was redlining and there's gentrification. And we can't forget that there is, there is discrimination from police officers towards people of color, okay? However, 
we can't let that get to our heads so, so far. Okay, so diversity, equity, and inclusion. Now, we have to remember in the 80s, we have to look at history in the 80s. We look at Blazing Saddles, okay? My dad would be like, look at the movies in the 80s. You know, these comedies, they make fun of that kind of thing. I've never seen a generation so bent on being so racist and pitting each other against each other with races and colors as I have today. And I think that has to do with the agenda. You know, um, if you would have asked me this four years ago, I would have thought you were nuts. If you would have asked me about climate change four years ago and told me it's it's a hoax, I thought I would have thought you were nuts. You know, like all this stuff. So. Okay, so you say the agenda. What do you think that is? Well, um, if you're not privy to the fucking realism that is on Twitter, and if you're not awake to the agenda. 2030 that the my, World my, Economic Forum my, my has. My audience don't do Twitter. They're, they're these. Okay. I'm just kidding. Well, no, that's fine. Um, keep going. I just want to say, like... For those of you who have just been sitting at your desk and are like, what the fuck is this bitch talking about? She's not really a bitch. She's... If you're going to put a mask on me and try to inject me with weird serum, yeah, I'm going to be a bitch. Do you want to talk a little bit about... Now that we just breached that topic about what happened with you at one of your recent jobs regarding that, the mm-hmm. mask thing. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. So I'm writing, I'm currently writing a book on this. It goes against my moral codes and values to mask five-year-olds. And if you disagree with me on that, then you can... You know, talk to me on your own time. Is there a line there? How do you feel about masking 10-year-olds, 15-year-olds? I feel like masking anybody is the first sign of slavery. Now, remember, I'm a government employee. So, masking... You know a little thing or two about slavery. Yes. No, I don't, because my ancestors came here in, like, the 1920s. So, you know, my ancestors. But slaves can be white. Slaves can be black. Slaves can be yellow or red or whatever color you want to. My favorite slaves are purple. Purple people make great slaves. I don't want to mask anybody. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, On the record, we're not masking anybody. What? So let me ask you this. Masks don't work. We all know about COVID. Let's say 2026, there's a new pandemic and people really are dropping dead left and right. Do you think there's a moment in time where men mandating masks would be a good thing? Well, Do you want any more of this? even before COVID, we were masking surgeons in the ER rooms, right? That's always been. I think it's a legitimate question. Do I want to wear a mask? No. Do I think they're crazy enough to let out some crazy virus that we might have to wear one for? Yes. Do I think that that virus will go through the mask and that the mask will do nothing? Yes. They've already figured this out. Masks will not do anything against these psychopaths 
fucking viruses. Their technology is 50 years ahead of us, guys. You remember this. It's 50 years ahead of us. So we have to remember that. I used to wear this at work. <laughs> I wear, I have some too. <clears throat> you saw me blow out smoke through there. I did. So yes, I did. So if we're ever in a point in time where there is a real virus, where you need to wear a mask, this is what I always thought was funny about this whole thing was a face diaper. Yeah, if you're going to like sneeze and blow snot into the air, this might do something. But we're talking about something they said was minuscule. So this is why I draw my line a mask to catch a virus. If this is something that's real, we're going to be needing hazmat suits in a real pandemic like they were trying to sell what yes. COVID was. So, And I couldn't let you be the only one to be worried about us. So I had to go get mine on. America. You want to get into... Yeah, uh, let's get into it. Let's get into... <laughs> what do you want to get into? Anything. So you probably started out as blue pilled moved your way into red pill yes maybe that's a story you'd like to talk about or from moving from red pill to black pill to white pill absolutely just talk about any of that that you find significant where did you start moving so blue pill asleep red pill awake black pill depressed about all the awake shit that you just found out now, raise your hand if you guys have been blackpilled. Okay, raise your hand. All Dex this Dexter, come here. crazy we gotta, we gotta stuff, right, that we've learned that our government doesn't care about us and that these shots that people, our loved ones, have got aren't good for us and that this was a bioweapon virus that maybe gave us long COVID and we have horrible lung i know my lungs are scarred whatever the fuck they let out into this thing my lungs are scarred and the vaccine is the cherry on the top the vaccine is the nail on the coffin this video will not be going on youtube by the way <laughs> no. you can edit it out no no right. fuck that i just don't put stuff like this on youtube until we only have one strike because they'll take this down but you will have a badge of honor so what can we do okay you get white pilled okay so black pilled is like it consumes your life. White pilled, deal with it on a daily basis. Grow your garden, get some chickens, you know, notify the people around you, educate the people around you on what they can do for the next coming revelation. Because unless our judicial system might not even fix any of this because elections are rigged anyways how can we even trust our judicial system to help us in this point in time we can't so we have to trust ourselves and you have to barter with people and connect with people on your own level in your own town and i i'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news but this is what i've come up with like after hours of researching and what can we do about this conspiracy players what what the fuck do we do input nice thoughts you know what my audience is called absolutely players she might be a player herself what for you was harder your journey from blue to red pill or your journey from black to white pill black to white 
So talk about that a little bit. What was hard about it? Because as much as I can preach to you guys, oh, be white-pilled. You know that I'm still looking at my phone and I'm still fucking wanting to be a digital warrior. It doesn't it doesn't go away. For me, I'm I'm like it's like a constant battle for me. Like I need if I don't battle this, I'm doing a disservice to my daughter. I'm a mother. If she doesn't learn <laughs> how to fight against this crazy madness. But isn't it beautiful that we were put in this spot, you know? We were put in this spot, you know? Whatever reincarnation life that we had, we were put in this spot to experience this, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is like the 17th time I've been doing it. This very life. I told my mom that when I was a little kid. So would you say that a, a white-pilled person is basically just an optimistic black-pilled person or is there more to it than that is there something like spiritual to it or is it just like everything could work out i have no idea like everybody's path is really like i've met some people in my life that are like they hear what i have to say about all this conspiracy shit and they're still just so easygoing. by the way f- listeners i want to just interject here one of my favorite things is going out for drinks with because she gets a few in her and she just fucking starts talking about this kind of stuff really loud. And I get to like watch people's reactions to it. <laughs> she's she's gotten into some confrontations. I wasn't with you at the one place where the one thing happened. There's been a lot of things that happened. So I'm more of the strong silent type. Mm-hmm. I get a few beers in me, and I'm not going to argue with the If retards. I get kicked out of a establishment, I'm going to voice my opinion. Or you might voice your opinion and then get kicked out of an establishment. That's it could happen either way. Out of REI, out of the co-op. REI? Why were you even there in the first place? Because I'm a member of REI. I am too, but I know that they're fucking... And they fucking... I went in without a mask, and first... first rank tried to kick me out second rank tried to kick me out i get to the very back of the store third rank tries to kick me out high manager and i'm like and i hand him a card a card that says you are violating my constitutional rights he looks at it all flabbergasted and i fucking leave and i leave saying this is trampling on our constitutional rights Constitution didn't exactly talk about pandemics, though. The Constitution talks about my freedom of speech, my freedom to assemble. They took away our freedom to assemble by having lockdowns. No. She actually protested in the streets. Absolutely, I I protested in the streets multiple times. This is my way of protesting. I'm too fucking lazy to go do that shit where you hold up a sign. Well. (laughs) No, I like that you do. Don't get me wrong. I was mad. I Yeah, you still are. What are you doing here if you're not mad? Touche. We aren't doing this for fun, except for it is playtime. We are doing it for fun. Now, Thomas Paine, common sense, okay? Yes. You guys see that segue? History. It was glorious. Absolutely. Thomas Paine. He came. It was the American Revolution. And this guy came... And he had no education and no money, but he had the thoughts in his head. 
and he wrote a pamphlet during the colonization of the Americas when we were fighting against King George for taxing us too much and we wanted a separation from Great Britain and our own constitution and our own freedom. And Thomas Paine wrote a pamphlet and distributed it. And it, all it was was just some information. No such thing as misinformation. Okay, an adult can read their own words. There's no such thing as misinformation. No such thing. Unless you're, like, insulting all of us as adults. I beg to differ. This entire podcast is misinformation. We take pride in that here. No. At Conspiracy Playtime. That's a, that's a slap in the face to oh, all adults. Oh, it's a badge of honor. No. If you, misinformation? Me, uh, oh, I can't in, read. In, I can't read anything in, I no, want. It's a slap in the face to the people. But as far as like the people distributing information, if you are called misinformation, you're doing something right. I've been called <laughs> sexist. I've been called racist. I've been well, called misinformation. These and every single one of them is like, check, check, check. If they haven't called you a Nazi, if they haven't mm -hmm. called you a racist, if they haven't called you crazy, you're doing something wrong. Because when liberals feel like they can't argue with you anymore, that's when they call you those things. That's their last straw. It's like, oh, you're that. So, welcome to the a, world of misinformation. It's, it's not about liberals or conservatives. No, it isn't. They're making it that. I don't agree we need with... We to get out of that them. whole mindset. Because that's part of the brainwash. Is, well, we is talked is about having... this earlier. Like, old school liberal ideals, we both hold those near and dear to our hearts. Yes. But what they're calling liberal and conservative these days doesn't really... No. Align with that anymore. And that's it's a gaslighting. Liberal it's a huge was gaslighting. liberal comes from the word free uh, liberty. They're gaslighting us to oh, if you're anti-vax, you're far right. By the way, excuse me. All right, uh, optimism in the world of the black pill. Excuse me, optimism in the world of the white pill. I think that where would you say? So we met back in like November of twenty. 22 mm -hmm. and I feel like you were right in the middle of your transition from black to white pill yeah. so what would you say do you gain by going from black to white pill now I could say we could be white pilled and just you know concentrate on our own garden and forget about everybody else but then guess what that also makes me a pussy on the war side of it because I'm supposed to be a digital warrior. I'm supposed to be fighting against this. So where do you pick? Do you fight against the tyranny that's going on? Do you keep doing it for your children? Or do we just ignore it and have our own garden and do what we can and just be thankful? I mean, if you can understand what I'm saying right now and you actually read and understand English, you have it better than two-thirds of the world. Two-thirds of the world is illiterate. So already, 60% of our global population can't even understand what I'm saying. Like, they live off less than $2 a day. So either way, you're going to die knowing that you had a good life. We have it pretty good kind of interject yes i don't believe in population but what or, does that mean or i don't believe in statistics or population i think that what do you mean you don't believe the, in the, population i don't believe that there's like a way to know that two-thirds of the world are illiterate 
Or that there's 8 billion people on the planet. <laughs> I think it's pretty obvious. Is it, though? It is. I agree with you that most people are illiterate, but how could we ever, like, put a number? I mean, like, most of the... Th- hey, okay. uh, let me ask you this. What you and I are very... illiterate? Well, you and I are very intelligent right. people. We both... Uh, I'm assuming... Do you speak Spanish? Yes. I only speak one language. How many How many do you speak? Um, solamente Español, pero... Me gusta Italian, and I also like Russian, so I know hey, a little bit of Russian, I'm Arabic. I'm sorry for making the assumption oh, that you only knew one I'm like, pa- I'm part like, autistic. She's an average American. Obviously, you're not. So that's like four languages you speak? I'm kind of autistic, though, yeah. Well, that wasn't the question, but thank you for admitting that. Dexter is, too. I'm the opposite of autistic. I'm a fucking idiot. So she knows four languages. But for everybody out there who's like me, and we only know one language, English is a spell. It's spelling. It's a it language is, of design. Yeah. So here's the, the weird thing about English is it's... It's all spells. It's combi- Everything it's is It's German spells. and the Romance languages mm-hmm. combined with like some old other languages that we don't really know about. Mm-hmm. And it's, Latin. Latin's a big one. The Holy Roman Empire. Remember I told you the demons... And I think I need another drink because my brother told me, should I keep saying this? Now, a shaman that I met told me that the life you live in this world is, is similar to a past life that you've lived in another life. If you're a teacher, if you're a worker, like that is a similar thing that you've lived in your last life, okay? So... I think that there are generational curses. And I think the generational curses um, follow people throughout their lives, which hinder them from getting to a higher vibration. Because what we're really trying to do in this human life is get to a higher vibration. So, like, looking at these conspiracy theories and, like, unlocking the codes and the puzzles and, like, you know... um, going to different levels is is making us go to higher vibrations um i'm gonna leave it at that because i don't want to go too much into my family history but i know that there are demon seeds and i think that my family might be a victim of that and we're trying to dismantle those curses there's generational curses in all of us no matter what religion you believe in and we need to open our third eye There's a lot of the older generation, which is like Miss M and I are roughly the same age. She's probably like three years younger than me, but I'm older than you, I thought, huh? what? I thought you were younger than me. Huh? You thought I was younger than you? Do you want to see, Ooh, my, la, la. You want to see my ID? Turn 40 in August. So we grew up in the same era and... There's things that we consumed, such as Disney and all that bullshit. But are you okay? Yeah, I love it, though, because it's true. Uh, It's true. Dude, my mom is really awesome, but, like, even she was light on the TV. I've seen every Disney movie. That's one thing that reaches pretty much every kid. 
being white-pilled means that you've struggled through the red pill, you've struggled through the black pill. But don't you think, like, red pill people feel on top of the world because they just, like, got this truth that nobody else has? But then when, like, that truth sinks in, that's black. I feel like red pill people really have the high. Like, I'm Neo in the Matrix, man. Are you telling me I could stop bullets? Yeah. But then when you understand what those bullets are, Mm -hmm. that's when you become black-pilled. So... I feel like red is like like uh, like shooting a drug. What if you just gave me a good idea? What if the climax of our life is to get red pilled? It is though so far. Like what if that white is the climax? It's just like the the after you come you can either get suicidal and get black pilled. But I th- I honestly feel like to get to the white pill you have to crawl through the black field. I don't think you can go from red to white. That's my opinion. No, you can't. You have to. Okay. You, you have agree. to be angry. I've been angry for three but years. It, does it have to be anger? Because I think there's uh, a lot of negative when feelings. your family has taken a death vaccine and are dying in front of your well, that's face. That's one example of a situation yeah. that could be. I mean, we're not saying it's hers, but we're pretty much maybe. Well, everybody I know who is vaccinated. And you can put this on repeat or make a little music video. Everybody know who's vaccinated is dying. I mean, people die. Yeah. My family. And I beg them not to. But guess what? Their stupid fucking TV told them different. I don't have cable. I haven't had cable for years. But my family does. How do you watch Beefs and Um, So for you, you just said that it's pretty unlikely or even impossible to go from red pill directly to white pill. You have to go through the black a little bit. So talk about that with you. What was that like for you going from red pill to black pill and then eventually getting into the white pill arena? Well, I didn't take it quietly. I didn't go quietly into the night. I tried. I tried hard to be a quiet bitch. But I wasn't. I was a loud bitch. (laughs) So I was on the streets protesting. I was making signs. I have pictures. I was in the school system not masking five-year-olds. Throwing away hand sanitizer. <laughs> Throw this shit away. I mean, doesn't it just destroy your biome? Your natural body defense? Mother Nature made your system strong enough, yes. You're absolutely right on that, yes. I had a really hard time going back into the public governmental school system. Yes, absolutely I did. And you know what? Any future employer that has a problem with that can talk to me personally because guess what I'm the best one you're going to want to hire and if you want to hire all those sheep be my guest by the way her name and address is if you want her to come work for your school yeah it it's very hard for me to do po- podcast stuff she says that as we've Crossed into 45 minutes. 
so how do you feel? Like, what other questions? Uh, well, I have a lot of questions I could ask you. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about population control, climate change? As someone, and Miss M and I are very similar in this, that we were maybe in our early adult lives on the left side of the spectrum, which for younger people who are judging by that because of the way things the left and the right are today back in the late 90s and early 2000s to be rebellious against the government was to be on the left because the patriot act and all the stuff the the big wars that was coming from the the george w bush administration so we've got to see in the last 20 years a big shift into the liberals being the bad guys and this is the thing that like malcolm x ted kaczynski and the unabomber manifesto talked about was rich liberal kids who had no idea how the fucking world worked and they relied on technology he was prophesizing big tech do you know he's still alive i fucking found out today that ted kaczynski is still alive i, I always thought he was dead The Unabomber is still alive in prison. They executed Timothy McVeigh because the Oklahoma City bombing was a false flag. Because those were terrorists. Fuck yeah, I'm a terrorist. Fuck you, CIA. Uh, Don't clip this. Zoom is. Yeah, fuck the CIA. I don't care. Put that all in. Hey, the FBI is is shitting in their pants with all the stuff we post. Because they're looking at all the shit we post and like, oh, it's all a fucking lie. Like She likes Elon Musk, everybody. I do. I kind of do. She has a crush on your technocratic Trojan horse. I mean. It's okay. And if you're watching this show, this is going to be like episode 40-something. You would know how I feel. And Miss M and I... Part ways when it comes to Elon. Well, I'm I've been thinking differently lately. Cause... She maybe has. I'm willing to hear that. Because I feel like if anyone can get to a certain po- point in power, now hear this in this day and age, yeah. if anyone can get to a certain point in power, either they've been <laughs> replaced with a clone. Or they have been fucking, like, had another face on them. The first uh, example is John Kerry. I remember when I was about in my early 20s and I saw John Kerry and something happened with John Kerry and he came back and that was not his face. Like, he looked very different. And that's when I knew, like, no one had to even tell me about a conspiracy. I just saw it. I just saw that his face looked different. And, like, I'm like, What? It was just very odd. So you have to look out for little things like that. And if you're a smart person and a critical thinking person, you're going to look for things like that. But if, you know, and and that comes in time too, because when I was in my early 20s, I kind of like, I didn't give a fuck about conspiracy theories. I'm like, okay, whatever, I'm living my life. Not until COVID is when I really took this shit seriously. So like, it's really up to the person. It's really up Don't to die, the, Dexter. Yeah, it's up to the person. Like, we can't wake everybody up right now. 
They're going to come to their wake up when but, they want. But can we wake up some people? At this point in time, it should happen. The fact it that a few happen. hundred people are listening to this shitty show shows you that somebody out there cares. And whoever you all are, we love you. Uh, yes. I don't like anybody in power. So I take a stance against Elon and I dove into it. You've all seen my past episodes. Jeremiah feels the same way doesn't like Trump anymore. She's got that going for her. <laughs> or, excuse me, Miss yeah. M. Miss M. No, doesn't you're like right. Trump I... it, it's sad. It's sad when you think that you have heroes. You think you can have a hero. Right? You think you can have a hero like Trump or well, like Elon. I have come to terms that all my heroes are CIA assets. Jim Morrison pouring one on your grave, buddy. You're probably still alive. And fuck you. For starting. In a way. And and that's where we have to be white pilled, right? That's the white pilled thing about it. Is like I okay. like that I like music that the CIA created. I think it's kinda cool that they like No, know. but you can't think that the CIA is a, behind all music though. Not all of it, but definitely the doors. Mm. Definitely Crosby Stills and Nash, definitely well, the Brooklyn. No no no. Okay. I I'm okay. movable on this. I've just seen so much. You mean yeah. It's, but I'm okay with it. Like, still, the Doors at least wrote their own music. The Birds and Crosby, Stills, and Nash had a fucking band that went into the studio and recorded their music for them. The, uh, sorry, hippies, but all the jam bands are fucking CIA assets. That's verifiably true. Especially well, but see, I, I, I mean to say this. Statistically speaking, I think that maybe 50% of it might be coincidentally artistic. Do you think that the C- Well, of course, they picked the talented people. Well, they, did. they didn't force them to make no. all these no, no, things. No, they're useful. We might be finding correlation because there is coincidence. Hey, let there me tell is. you this. There are millions of talented people out there doing good things. But if you're good enough to rise and get a following, that's when the powers that be take an interest in you. Why wouldn't they go to those people? They're not going to go to the people that aren't getting a huge following. They want to indoctrinate. They want to propagandize. So the fact that the Grateful Dead, and I can show you how much connection to the CIA that Jerry Garcia had. I can show you the fact that Jim Morrison's father started the fucking Vietnam War. Did you know that? Oh! I did not know any of these. Oh, I'm going to tell you. Connection. What? I did not know any okay. of these connections. Well, you will in time. See, Miss M is already white pilled, so anything she finds out, she's not gonna want to kill herself over it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but like in my personal life, is that such a good thing? Because it's like anything you throw all at the, me, I'm all not your surprised. Favorite bands that you named to me tonight when we were hanging out. The fucking Eagles. I love the Eagles. I'm not like... Have you seen The Big Lebowski? Yes. You want to run it through my yeah. cab? I hate yes. the Eagles, man. Get the fuck out of my god! <laughs> That's one of the like top four scenes in that movie. Uh, I like the Eagles. I don't even fucking know. The Eagles are tied into the Laurel Canyon scene loosely, which is the CIA hotbed. But we can't... 
thing. Like, no, but we can. It's okay. I no, still, I still like the no, because if you fucking put all like, I have to go to Disneyland because I have a daughter. I have an eleven-year-old daughter. She knows about Disney. I, no, I got. She doesn't know shit about no, Disney. I know you about do. Disney. Every I time I go to Disney, I'm looking at these signs and symbols. I will go to back to Disney in like in in a month. In a month, I'm going back with my mom and my aunt and my niece. I don't know what to tell you. And I'm fucking gonna pay them fucking money, so my daughter is happy. We appreciate the honesty here. I'm going to Disney, and there's nothing anybody can do to stop me. We're not trying to stop you. You know what. And it's sad, and I know. You know what it is, and you're still going, and that's fine. I'm going. Hey, let me tell you something. One of my my first guest on this show is Frantic Missy. She has a kid son who's about your daughter's age, and I was we were just going off. I went on her show. It's a new one. Check out. Allegedly with Frantic Missy and Traveling Fools. It's on YouTube. They go live every Saturday night. Uh, she takes her son to Disney and World. I looked at like the symbolism. Like There's these clocks there that are totally focused on the Zodiac. There's so many pedophile things and like like pink are elephant and mushrooms. Yes, mushrooms. Oh, I didn't even have to prompt this. Yeah, I was like, yeah. where? where no, no, yeah, Disneyland go? pedophiles. Well, that's what um, my, all my friend said. She's like, when I take my son there, at least I can explain to him the shitty scene and the programming behind it. And I'm not even telling my daughter <laughs> till well, she not till she's not like till she asks me. If she doesn't ask, you I time, see it. I see it. She can ask me. Hey, what do you think about flat Earth? That's a good one. Um, I mean, I yeah, I like asking that. I mean, I've I've analyzed that. Um, we like to look at psyops. So when you look at NBC, when they have their little um, nightly news, they have actually a a map that looks like a flat Earth that comes through every day. Which symbolism is important. Um, I've also heard conspiracies about the Antarctic. Where there are um, snow pyramids up there. There's snow pyramids. And then there are also 30 foot, um, 30 mile, no, 30 foot walls. 30 foot ice walls that you have to climb. And then there's like a few miles that you have to walk before you get stopped by. So you know more about this than I do. You get stopped by the militia at a few miles after you climb the ice walls. That's probably true because you're not allowed too far into Antarctica. Right. Um, I've only known one person in my life that's actually been to Antarctica and it was just a visit on a boat um, and he paid a lot of money to do it. Otherwise, it's all militia and military. Um, The only other weird conspiracies I've heard are there's like a few miles of ice, and then there's other islands beyond that that we don't Dig know it. about. Yeah, so that's. I, li- I like that theory myself. Mm-hmm. We're never gonna see people controlling what's going on. It's not Elon Musk. It's not Bill Gates. It's not Klaus Schwab. It's not anybody we know. They're all minions. The right. people that are doing this, and I Absolutely. don't even know if we should call them people, but whoever's mm-hmm. doing this is never gonna show their face. If they show their face with a name, 
understand that's a character. I spend a lot of my energy hating Elon Musk and Bill Gates and Klaus Schwab and the likes. And at the end of the day, I might as well be hating fucking Darth Vader or Bowser from the Mario Brothers. But at the end of the day, it's really look in the mirror because the forces that are really controlling things are you in your own life. If you look in the mirror and you see something good, grasp onto that. There's not anything more powerful than you out there. And I say there's like a f evil force that's in your minds. This is to me the ultimate white pill is to realize that there's no hero at the end of the fucking gate with the finish line waiting for you to save you. It's you in your heart. You are the hero of your story. That's the white pill. Or you can think what Dexter thinks. And Klaus Schwab is coming to make you eat bugs and vaccinate your children. And you can fight your ass off and be white pilled and be like, I'm, I have my garden. But anytime a motherfucker wants to come fuck with me, I'm going to get my gun out. I'm going to fight him. So, like, li this is what white pilled is. I'm there. Live your life. Yeah. Live your life. Peace. Once martial law comes or these motherfuckers try to. Then we're going to have a fight. I will fight. Dexter's mad that I took his toy away. Miss M, I mean. Thank you for coming on.